doing scotches. <laughs> While he's not here. Hey, welcome to our scotch episode. <laughs> Screw you, scotch guy. <laughs> Which is bashing scotch the entire time. <laughs> You're liquid pouring the background. <laughs> Alex is currently pouring out a bottle of scotch into the ground. <laughs> oh, water the plants. I'm your host, Kevin, joined here by my co-host, Alex. Hi, Kevin. Hey, it's been a while. It has been a little while. Glad you're back. Thank you. Um, We've got a fun show tonight. We're trying a bunch of 10-year-old whiskeys um, and seeing which one we like the best, seeing which one is the... uh, No, we're seeing which one we like the least. The one we like the least? Yeah. But wouldn't that also be there's one that we like the best? Well, that's what it always is. And yet we're always doing the same thing. We're doing both. What do you mean we're doing both? We're always doing both. Okay. Let's flip it this time. Let's rank it from best to worst. Best to worst. Best to worst. Okay. We're going to pick our least favorite of the night. Okay. And it's going to be just as hard a decision. Yeah. So, Alex, what are we drinking tonight? What are the 10 years that we have? The 10 years that we have um, are... Because they're right in front of you. They're right here. And I was having the hardest time trying to remember what they were. We're off to a great start. First, we've got one of this show's favorite whiskeys, aged for 10 years. I just started reading the label. Obviously, it's aged for 10 years. That's why we're talking about it. Henry McKenna, uh, America's favorite bourbon at some points well it was san francisco's favorite bourbon for a while there's too many awards for everything and it just makes them all pointless well when you give awards for everything it makes everybody feel special i want to feel special i want to know what's best okay continue (laughs) next we've got my favorite whiskey and bourbon always eagle rare good job going into this not biased at all well, yeah, I guess the night's already decided. Finally, we've got one that I'm not very familiar with, so maybe it'll win, but probably not. Russell's Reserve. So this is the 10-year um, for every one of them. Um, are they all 90? Or I guess the McKenna's 100 proof. McKenna's 100 proof. The Russell's is 90 proof, and that leaves the Eagle Rare, which is... Well, like 92, isn't it? I don't know. This one isn't as clearly labeled as the other two. Wait, 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 wait. It's on here, right? I see it. I see it. I see it. It's 90 proof. Okay. So So 90, 90, and 100. So pretty consistent wheelhouse. There shouldn't be anything that's like over the top heat, you know. Everything's pretty smooth. Yeah, it's not like we're throwing Stag Jr. in here. (laughs) Yeah, because that's not tenure. No. Um, so, Alex, to add a little twist to this as well, you're in charge of pouring tonight, and you won't tell me what you're putting in the glass. Never. That so, might not even be whiskey. Is this pee? <laughs> <laughs> no, I would have saved that for the scotch episode. Oh, yeah, that'd be terrible. All right, so you've already poured one. We've got uh, it in our glass. Um, noticing this, looking at the three bottles already, they're already pretty dark bottles. Like, I mean, it's pretty 
that 10 years does some good uh, work to that bourbon. It does. It's pretty color. They're all pretty colors. Um, I don't expect, and I can't tell just looking at the bottle side by side, but I'm trying to hold up the glass. I don't expect to be able to see a big color difference Why do you bottle have to bottle. so much more than I have in my glass? Uh, I made a mistake. And it's a mistake that's, it's, it's one of those mistakes that keeps on giving. Um, so because it's my whiskey, you can drink whatever the hell you want of it? <laughs> Listen, if you had poured it, there would have been way more. That's true. No, my hand honestly slipped a little bit. And I wish I hadn't because I don't want to. You don't want to throw I don't want to destroy myself on the first one yet. I can't put it back in the bottle. So here we go. All right. So nose on this one. It's got a very distinct nose. I don't know, again, what this is. You know what it is. You poured it. I know what it is. I, I want to throw out a caveat here because it's affecting... I feel like it's affecting me. I don't know if it's affecting you. But we're we're hanging in my garage because it's a nice, cool fall night. And it's it's getting a little chilly. And I feel like that's knocking down... I mean, you know, we're, we're not chemists. We're not going to talk about chemistry. But chemistry says when it's colder, stuff moves less. And I feel like I'm getting less stuff moving in my nose. And so I can almost, it almost smells cold compared to normal whiskey. Thank you, Professor Warner. <laughs> it's got a very cherry, fruity kind of smell to it. Almost like a little bit of a, like a grenadine, 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 whatever the adjective form of that is. Grenadine, nose to it. Grenadine. A little bit of oakiness. I was, of, I was about to say that. That's funny. Kind of reminds me of the dirt cheap down the, down the street from me. Every time I walk into it. it smells I don't like know what, cherry and oak. I don't know what it is. It kind of smells like... I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it. The uh, dirt cheap or the whiskey? The dirt cheap. I agree with your nose. And aside from cold, I can't think of much else to add to that. Yeah. So color's good. Nose is not bad. No, it's just not very complex, which isn't bad. Sometimes too complex is too much. Lots of oak on this. And I think we're going to get a lot of that as we kind of try it. What are you thinking? Oh, man. Huh. I'd like to say and come clean that I made a mistake, another mistake before we started and had a little buffalo dip. I didn't realize how spicy I'd made it. So I tried to let my tongue recover before we started <laughs> and it hadn't, but it's okay because now it's dead and I'll be dead. able to just go from this square one throughout the night. But it's funny that you spent so much time, like a lot of time, trying to tell us that it smells like cherry. It tastes like so much cherry. Yeah. like It's like an old-fashioned. If you had melted cherry sours and added some whiskey, that's what this would taste like. And that's a very distinct whiskey taste. It really is. Like, cherry is... Oh, no. I, like, it's a distinct distillery taste. What do you mean? Like, like I know which one it is. Oh. I almost just flat out said what it was. I forgot that you didn't know what it was. This is definitely wild turkey. Does does Russell's make wild turkey? Yes. 
<laughs> yes, Russell's makes wild turkey. Jimmy well, Russell and his son Eddie Russell are the distillers at Wild Turkey. That's why it's called Russell's Reserve. That makes sense. My um, bourbon lore is a little weak. It's because you've been out of the game for a little bit. Oh, man. And they okay. just keep bringing me back. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me sound like an alcoholic. I'm not. I'm a bourbonholic. Um, that's funny that that's such a distinct flavor. I mean, cherry in general is not an uncommon bourbon right. whiskey f- uh, flavor note, but that was so strong in cherry. Like, I really like it. And yeah, old fashioned for sure, but like almost a candied old fashioned. Like, there's so much sugary sweetness to that, also. Yeah. I like it though. I definitely think that for the price on this, it's about $32 here. It's really good. Now, when I went to go buy this bottle, um, I went into the liquor store and I was on their website and I found it for twenty seven. Now I was talking to the guy, I was like, Hey, can I can I you price match this? Like it's on your website for twenty seven. He told me that was in Madison, Wisconsin, and <laughs> not here in St. Louis. So so I had to pay extra because it's more expensive here. Boo. Which makes zero sense. We should move. To Madison, Wisconsin. Or Michigan, or Texas, or Kentucky. Let's move you to Kentucky. You just said like nine different places. There's four different places. Four different places with all completely different climates. Pick one. So, okay, this is the Russells. I know it's the Russells. Are you going to be able to surprise me on the next two? No. No, because I know. We've I'm, had so yeah. much of these. It's. I think it's interesting when you say it's around 30, 32, that all of these pretty much hit the same average price point, at least around here, maybe a couple bucks more. Um, and that's cool. That's cool that you can get such aged quality bourbon for what I think is a very economical price. Yeah. I mean, dropping 30 bucks. Um, I think McKenna, since it's won all these awards, is definitely going up in price. I think you 37. And it's been a little harder to find yeah. more than anything else. When it's out on the shelves, people snatch it up like it's freaking gold. Which uh, is it's kind of annoying. Yeah. One, because, you know, it's not like it's better now that it won those awards. It was never bad. It's never well, been my favorite, but it's been great. But I hate that I can't find it now just because of that. I wish it had one. Well, and with it being a single barrel, too, like, you can't get the same barrel every time like it's going to be different right we've had some that are really good and we had like one that was like just eh. yeah that's true but we'll get to that in a minute all right pour me the next one do i want to be surprised yeah you might okay as well. go ahead i only have one more chance okay pour it away lots of bubble gum this is very Heaven Hill smell. This is Henry McKenna tenure. <laughs> Look at you go. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm getting that bubble gum. Yeah. I wonder if it being colder is kind of making some of those aromas stand out a little bit more. I've I've gotten a lot off this bottle. This is not my favorite McKenna bottle. Unfortunately, we kind of, kind of ruined ourselves. Like, we've talked about this before. The first bottle of McKenna we ever got, which Lucas bought, was the best. <laughs> yeah. We have never had one that good again. That's true. Not that the other ones have been bad, but there was something special about that bottle. It was our first one. Oh. We were little baby bourbon drinkers. <laughs> baby bourbon drinkers. So, nose on this, a lot of bubble gum. 
Spicy bubblegum. Yeah. Not very much oak on this one. I don't know if that's just, like you said, with it being cold out here, I'm not getting it, but the Russell's had a lot more of that oaky cherryness on it. Yeah, a real mild mild sweetness, a mild um, botanically, like super mild yeah. botanically, like, like hearkening to black tea okay. a little bit, if I had to make a comparison. I was getting a little bit of burnt sugar. I'm not smelling that. Let's see if I taste it. Okay. Dive in. I taste it. This is super easy to drink. It's got a little bit, um, almost like a butteriness to it. Like a, almost, I would say, like a gooey butter cake. I agree. Like that, you know. Kind of on the finish. Yeah, that powdered sugary, like. I'm going to make something with a, you know, a pound of butter. I guess we should also say for our listeners who don't live in St. Louis, who don't know what gooey butter cake is, Google uh, it. And just make some. get it. Yeah, and go make some. We'll send you some. No, we won't. We'll find a way to help you. If you want to know what gooey butter cake is, I will send you a recipe to make some. And you just need to make it on your own. It's delicious. Yeah. Side story. Have yeah. you been to Clementine's? Yes. They Clementine's have. Cramery. Naughty or nice ice cream. That's right. They have sponsor out- us, Clementine's Creamery. Sponsor, please just send us some ice cream. <laughs> oh, that'd um, be awesome. All right, let's just go there. They have some alcoholic flavors. Yes, just not actually what I was going to talk about. We went there two days ago, three days ago, mm-hmm. after a Scotch Guys concert. Um, look up Night Hike; they're awesome. They do our intro and outro music. Shout out to them. Woo. Look them up. And nighthike.com. <laughs> Nighthike on Facebook. That, do they really have a website? I have no idea if they have a website. I'm just throwing it out there. You should search that and tell us if that's their website. <laughs> and we went there and they have a gooey butter cake flavored ice cream. Mm-hmm. And honestly, not a knock on them. Their regular flavors, in my opinion, are much better than their alcoholic flavors. Honestly, their alcoholic flavors to me kind of feel like we put alcohol in it. What else do you want? I like the rye. I haven't tried all of them yet. It's made with still 630. Ooh, but their gooey butter cake like had actual gooey butter cake chunks, yeah. and it was amazing. That sounds good. Let's get back to this whiskey. But yeah, no, like they, they have really good ice cream, and they do a really good job. I saw, I went to a uh, thing. This is going to make me sound really old, but I went to the, a thing at the St. Louis County Library where they came in and talked about how they make their ice cream, and their ice cream is made, like if you get a tub of their ice cream and like a tub of like, just generic ice cream from like the grocery store, theirs will feel heavier because of the amount of cream that they put in it. Mm. The other ice creams actually whip air into it, which makes it lighter and it melts quicker. Theirs will not melt as quick and it feels heavier because of the real sugar, the real ingredients that they use in it. it sounds like we need to do an experiment. Uh, you're the king of experiments. Let's roll. All right. So back to the whiskey. Yeah, that first sip definitely had a lot of that flavor. Um, it's I, I feel like this is going to be a trend for the night. This first sip, like the last one, super flavorful. Second one, not so much. Uh, maybe I'm just used to it. It's not very different. It's, it's everything that's this, there that was there the first time. It's just milder. I'm going to see if I can follow what you said, but you <laughs> said the first sip or the second sip was similar to the first sip, just milder. 
You got it. Thank you. Okay, good. Um, I definitely feel like this one loses the flavor. Like with that Russell's, the second sip, I got new stuff, new flavors each time. This one, it's just consistent. The finish kind of dies off a little bit quicker. I don't know if it's just how long I've had this bottle open, like the oxidation, if that's done anything to it. How long have you had it? I've had this one for a while. I haven't bought a bottle of McKenna probably in months. I can't imagine anything more than a couple of years making a huge difference. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's definitely good. Um, Does it deserve the hype? Who knows? Um, Because I don't know what the (laughs) bottle they tasted in San Francisco was because of it being a single barrel. Right. That can make a huge difference. Rumor has it that the Heaven Hill people, when it went to San Francisco and it won Whiskey of the Year, they just went into a liquor store and just picked it off the shelf, which is probably complete bullshit. That sounds like marketing bullshit. Yeah. And I'm a fan of marketing bullshit, so no knock on them, but let's, let's call bullshit bullshit. Yeah. I mean, I think that they probably found a special barrel and they're like, holy crap, this is the best barrel we've ever had. Well, Let's who would take it? I don't think a single barrel can win whiskey of the year. Like I just, it's not fair. Yeah, I agree. Cause you can't, you can't compare the same one next year. Yeah. I mean, to batches and blends. I mean, it might have been the best barrel made that year. Right. But it's, 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 that makes it kind of a misnomer. Um, you definitely feel the hundred proof on every sip, which I don't. It's not. Overly, I wish I though. didn't. It's not overly. It's though. not terrible. It's definitely calmer. Like I feel like being a hundred proof. It's not like we've had hundred proofs before that are like, holy crap, this is a hundred proof. Yeah, that's true. Um, but this is definitely easy to drink. <laughs> I like it. All right, well, I'm not closing my eyes for the last one because I know what it is. No, close your damn eyes. That one definitely, that last sip of the McKenna, definitely had more heat to it than the other one. I don't know if it's just because I like just cleaned my glass of it or what. Yeah, they're both pretty hot. All right, pour that eagle right now. I mean, hold on. Pour that last mystery bottle. Mystery bottle. So far, I have a least favorite and a favorite. Don't no, don't say. We have to wait till the end. Remember to crown which one we think is the worst. The worst bottle. The worst good bottle of 10-year whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> it feels wrong saying that. It's not a great word, but it's the word we're going to use. For this. For now. For the evening. Like a bartender. You look like a bartender. Is it because of my beard? Uh-huh. I'm growing it out for Halloween. I'm excited about that because for like the last five years, my lovely wife, um, but she's picked costumes for Halloween mm-hmm. that have required me to have a baby face. I've had to shave every October. This year, uh-huh. you had Ron Swanson. Well, though. mustache, but for the most, the majority of my face has been shaved. This year, that is not the case, and so I'm taking the opportunity to just grow a big beard and try not to look like a slob in the meantime. I grew my beard out for uh, playoff season. 
When the blues were in the playoffs, it's the longest I've ever let my beard grow. And it worked. It was fantastic. I meant for the playoffs. It was nice having a beard that long. Never had one. It was the longest. It looked like I was homeless for a while. <laughs> All right. Back to the whiskey. So this is the Eagle Rare. It's got, it's just got. I it love smells Eagle like Rare. Buffalo Trace. I love it. It's so I good. I love it so much. Um, but I have to be unbiased. I'm already in. I never was. Um, it's got my favorite Buffalo Trace aroma, mm-hmm. green apples. And finally, for once, I have brought some food that I can pair with a bourbon flavor. I have green apples here. And since we're throwing the mystery out the window, and obviously this is Eagle I'm going to try and... <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try it first, and then I'm gonna eat this green apple, and then I'm gonna drink some more whiskey, and I'm gonna tell you that it tastes different. So, while you're doing that, I'm gonna tell you that this Eagle Rare tastes the closest to the Russells, like an oakiness of it. Like I'm getting an oaky, like was it good? I love Eagle Rare. Um, I'm getting like an oaky nose to it, and I, I don't get that very much on the McKenna. Um, I get that on the Russells, and I get it on the Eagle. Kevin. Yes, sir. Bourbon makes fruit better. Give me an apple. Uh, I can finally eat healthy now. It's better. Yeah, it's really good. All right, let's try the whiskey now. You know what it almost reminds me of? A caramel apple without the caramel on it. Yes. And I hate caramel apples. <sighs> I hate the taste of like all that caramelness. This is where it's at. It's like my go-to makers and candy mark. Makers and candy mark. <laughs> <laughs> makers <laughs> and candy corn. <laughs> well, Holy shit. As a side note, now I want to try and make some sort of like... Makers candy mark? <laughs> yeah. And also, I was going to use the word gourmet. I don't make gourmet things. I make homemade things that I think you are make better. comfort food. That's good. And I should make some homemade caramel candy apples and see if that's a difference. So, okay, you. I have to ask you this. So the thing that bothers me about a caramel apple is there is no graceful way to eat it, especially if you have a mustache or a beard. That's true. Like, you just get caramel and everything. And it's sticky and a mess, and it's just it's bad. And let's just talk about this too. People who put peanuts on caramel apples are El Diablo. I thought you were gonna say deserve to die. Well, I didn't want to go that far. I cannot stand peanuts on caramel apples. Like chopped peanuts are the worst on caramel apples. What about sprinkles? That's fine. Chocolate chips. That's fine. Marshmallows. That's weird, but that's fine. Okay. I'm gonna I don't make... like peanuts on my caramel apples. I'm gonna do you like peanuts in anything? Yes, I love peanuts. Okay, I just needed to confirm. I'm gonna like make a spicy peanut sauce, like for some thai, uh pat thai. That sounds good. Oh, that's where it's at. We're gonna make some gourmet homemade gourmet deconstructed candied caramel apples. With maker's mark? Yes. It's going to be apples and caramel dip. Because I think if I think of a fall whiskey, Maker's Mark is a fall whiskey. I will say 
that while the whiskey made the apples better, I don't think the apples made the whiskey better. What do you mean? Going from the apple back to the whiskey, the sweetness is thrown off for me a little bit, which makes sense because the fruit is actually like a lot more sugary than I think the whiskey is. And so it's it's confusing. It's a lot. There's a lot of sugar going on in my mouth right now. Um, it almost tastes like an alcoholic apple cider. You know, like when you get that fresh apple cider that's like legitimately made. Like yeah. Not that crappy apple concentrate. And the jug. Yes. And the glug glug jug. Yeah. So ranking from worst, from best to worst. How much? I'm telling you my favorite first, right? Yeah, because the ultimate... Eagle Rare was the best. It's easy. the best tenure of these three that we've had. And the best tenure always. Uh, <laughs> I've got a wild horse that I think will beat the Eagle Rare. It might. It might. Black horse? Black horse? Wild horse? Whatever the expression is. Wild card. Wild card. Black I just horse. combined black horse, wild card. Black card? No, that's no, different. No. Uh, I've got one that might beat it. But I think the Igor was my favorite. The Russells was second. And I hate to say it, but the McKenna was last. It just it was lacking in flavor. The Russells had that cherryness. It had a lot more notable flavors, a little bit more oak. I think the 10 years was really good on that. Now, this just could be a bad McKenna. <clears throat> or I guess I don't want to say bad McKenna. Just, you know, subpar, subpar, you know, which is still good because par yeah, is really good. Exceptional. Yeah, I agree with your order. And uh, um, for the same reason, mostly just because the stark uniqueness of that flavor on the Russell's. Yeah. Just that super heavy cherry. Like I, I really like it. One, because I, I enjoy the flavor, but two, yeah. because I enjoy that this beverage can have such a strong unique flavor mm-hmm. yeah i mean it tastes like they added cherry flavored syrup to give it that flavor but which it did not because it would be bourbon right and i i believe wholeheartedly that they didn't but it tastes like it yeah and whatever they did to get it to taste like that whether it was the goal or not i think it's cool that it could even have gotten there i am really impressed by 10 year old whiskey like there's a lot, I think, with like six and seven year old whiskeys. Like, I mean, you got like Buffalo Trace. You've got, you know, uh, lots of Four Roses products. You've got um, it's pretty consistent across the board. Like six to seven year old, eight year old whiskeys, like standard right now. I think that's like what most companies can get out. They're happy with, you know, six to eight years old. But there's just something about that ten year, that that extra little bit of time just picks up and it's really good it's really good and it's not too terribly hard to find yeah i think all of these bottles at least in in this market in the st louis market you have to try you have to put some work in to get them oh yeah um you can't just go to any store and get the russell's was probably the easiest to get yeah i saw that on probably five or six shelves here and it was probably four or five deep and it's 
the cheapest of the three of these. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Eagle, I know I know where to get it if I absolutely want it, but I have to drive a ways to get it. Henry McKenna, I haven't been looking for it, so I'm not sure off the top of my head, but it, I haven't seen it in stores in a while. And when it gets out, it sells out. Like, people buy the entire case of it. Man, that's obnoxious. And people think, quit being obnoxious. Well, and I think, to the Eagle Rare, I mean, you're going to find that for 40 bucks. Like that's it's climbed up a little bit. Yeah, it's climbed up quite a bit. I mean, but I think there's just the popularity of it. Yeah, it's the hype. It's marketing bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit hype. But I don't think it's marketing bullshit hype. I think it's just that good. No, Eagle Rare is amazing. And I so, love it. okay, we have a wild horse, wild card, whatever the hell the expression Black is. Black card. Sure. Um, Alex, mm-hmm. you want to pour that last one? Yeah. So this last one that we're going to pour is a 10-year I've had on my shelf. I've had this probably... How long have you been teaching? Well, I've not had that long. Um, I thought you got it for graduation. With my master's. Right. Okay. Two years. I've had this one for two, a little, little less than two years. This is, and this is when it came out, like you could find these everywhere. Now you cannot find them anywhere. It's a bummer. Unfortunately. Yeah. Because it's so freaking good. Well, I don't know if I've had it since you got it, but I remember... It's maybe incredible. maybe once. I remember trying it when you got it and thinking that this was the best bourbon I'd ever had. This shoots everything out of the water. And I, I throw it in a different category um, than Eagle Rare, which is oh, yeah. my professed favorite, only because of the price. Oh, yeah. Um, and this is just my personal price range category. So there's not enough in that bottle to save tonight, so we have to kill that off tonight. Done. All right. Um, but and my, I, I said I would only kill this off with good friends, so aw. enjoy. Cheers, my friend. Thank, thank you, you for uh, helping me with this podcast and uh, making it crazy and fun and all that. It has been an absolute pleasure. We should probably tell what it is. This is Bel- Belmede yes. Single Barrel Cast Strength. Age it's, to perfection, it says so. It's the, their 10-year... What is it? 120 something? 110? 112? 103.9. Oh, man. It's lower than what I thought. But it's so good. It's handwritten on the label. Yeah. Um, I'm going to price range. Eagle is my favorite, but it's within like, and I, I guess I'd say under 40 bucks is something that I'd be willing to get like once a month or on a fairly regular basis. Yeah. Anything kind of above that is something that I'd get on a rare occasion. And that's just a different category for me, um, which puts this in a different category for me. This is definitely a different category because this was $70 a bottle. So comparatively oh, to everything we've had so far, this is the most expensive. And this was probably one of my favorite bottles of bourbon I've owned. Um, most sentimental bottle probably. Well, not the most sentimental. One of the most sentimental. If I had to like classify like bottles that I own that actually like mean something to me, this would be in the top five. It sounds like a very moving episode. It would be. This is just so good. This was barreled on October twelfth, two thousand six. Bottle number seventy six. I was still in high school. We yeah, both were. Yeah. Um. The nose on this. So much cherry. So much oak. It reminds me a lot of the Russells. Reminds me a lot of the Eagle Rare. Not as much as the McKenna. Honestly, like, and this might make sense, it might not. It it smells more mature 
yeah. than the Russells. Same profile, yeah. yeah. Cherry oak, sweetness, but just... Yeah, mature is the best word I can think for it's it. It's very mature. Like, it's just... I feel like it's aged well. This is an MGB... M- this is an MGP product, so it's made from Indiana uh, spirits. Indiana, really? Yeah. I did not know so that. So it's distilled in Indiana, sent to Nelson Greenbrier Distillery. I don't think this is their own distillate. Um, oh, but it's so good. Um, and Nelson Greenbrier just released a new uh, Tennessee whiskey. It's a sour mash, which totally want a bottle of like so if any of our listeners are in nashville um and you can get a hold of a bottle and you want to ship it up to me i will definitely pay for it i know someone in nashville you know someone in nashville yeah cool we'll talk okay um it's so good though this is such a good bottle it's been my celebratory bottle anytime i need to celebrate something are we celebrating anything other than bourbon and life Nope. Oh, it's so good. So easy to drink. So if I had to throw this in the mix, this beats out Eagle Rare. So it's at the bottom of the list. Yeah, it'd be at the bottom of the list. (laughs) For worst to best. Best to worst. Best to worst. Worst is number one. Whatever the hell the order you want me to put these in, this is the best whiskey we've had so far. This is by far number four, bottom of the list, our favorite bottle. This is stupid. Our listeners are going to be so confused. Our listeners are going to love it. Great. This is better than the Eagle Rare, but the Eagle Rare is more easily accessible. I think this is just a really good single barrel bottle. I'm pissed off that I didn't buy one on my own. My amazing wife gave this to me as a graduation present. It's so freaking good. And see, single barrel again. Yeah. Like and and that's that's makes it worse and that makes it better because you'll never get this again. And that pisses me off so much, but makes it so freaking exciting because now I want to go find another one. That is to the fun. Yeah. Is and adds to the fun. So on that note, I think let's wrap it up tonight. I think this has been a really fun experiment to do. Um to compare the ten years that they are. Um I would say if you're going to go buy a 10-year bottle, easeability, go get a Russell's. Like, it is really good. 10-year-old, 30-something bucks. Someplace you can get 27 bucks. I mean, you can't find a 10-year as easily. If you can hunt a little bit and you find the Eagle Rare, buy the Eagle Rare and the Russell's. The McKenna... It's special, but again, single barrel bottle. Like, yeah, I could take it, leave it, draw. Yeah, I could take it, leave it. It's one of those where, if I have a couple bottles at home and I'm not needing to fill a gap, I'd get it. Yeah, but if I'm going for, I need a bottle. I don't have anything else. I I probably wouldn't take the and and this sounds bad. The crapshoot on a single barrel. Yeah, no, I know what I'm gonna get consistency wise with an Eagle Rare. The Russells, I know what I'm going to get consistency-wise with that. Um, the McKenna, like you said, it's a crapshoot. I might get something really good, like we've had a couple that are really good. I might get some that you know aren't as good, that aren't as on profile. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, they're going to be on profile. but yeah. It's going to taste like yeah. McKenna. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I think something the bourbon industry does extremely well, which is 
when it's getting to these more mature, these more aged bottles, they, they do it right. There's nothing getting thrown out there with a 10 year label. That's just tossed out there for marketing hype. If they've taken the time to age something for 10 years, they're doing something right and it's going to be good. And these are all priced so well. Yeah. Like you're not dropping 80 to a hundred bucks for these, like 30, 40, 40 tops. For and any I, of these, yeah. it's super worth it. And I, I would say, too, like, even let's think about it, like, there's some other tenures out there, like uh, Bullet Tenure. You've had a bubble of that. I did. We didn't really like it that much. It was better as it sat there, open. Yeah, yeah it needed to age. To yeah. It needed to age. And, like, we want to clarify, too, because I know we'll get shit about this. We know it's not aging more in the bottle, but the air just adds something to it. It like, does. It changes it a little bit. And the longer we let that sit open, and I think you ended up decanting that, if I'm correct. Is that? I believe so. And it was it's better. Been a little while. Yeah, it was better. Yeah, transferring decanted. it, I mean, it, it, it adds something to it and on a sometimes even microscopic. Again, mm-hmm. we're not chemists, but chemistry is happening, and that plays a role in it, and yeah. that's important, and anybody who drinks a lot of whiskey will agree with that. Yeah, but I think overall, Russell's Reserve, Eagle Rare, if you're looking for a good tenure, that's where it's at. For sure. Um, like we said, readily available. Yeah. Alex, thanks for uh, drinking 10-year-old whiskey with me tonight. Thanks for bringing 10-year-old whiskey. Hey, it's no problem. Um, it's always a fun thing to celebrate with. Alex, if people want to find you, where can they find you at? I'm still on Instagram, at the.alex.experiment. See what's going on. See pictures of our new, new dog. Yeah. New puppy. His name's Albus. He's a golden retriever. Cool. Um, and also see what food I'm eating because I love food. Yeah, you just made some really good soup, it looked like. That was yummy. Homemade tomato soup is ridiculously good, mm-hmm. and it's fall. You should try it. It's easy. Just do it. It's super good. I'm Kevin. You can follow me at beer underscore bourbon underscore barbecue. Uh, see all the cool whiskey, beer, barbecue. I need to do some more barbecue. I'm, I'm slacking in that department. But <laughs> it's either been freaking 100 degrees outside or like, raining that's all it's been all summer yeah, we, we need to move away from st louis no let's get out of here we like it too much yeah it's true um but we appreciate you listening tuning in subscribing give us a nice rating uh we'd love to uh hear the feedback and all that uh reach out to us always love hear, uh hearing from our listeners and we hope that you stay sauced on beer bourbon, and barbecue.